You're listening to Parallel Fiction, a podcast that celebrates storytellers across all mediums. Each episode, we weave together two stories within a common theme and analyze their meaning on everyday life. This week's theme is time travel. I'm Jeff. And I'm Heather. And welcome to the show. Um, how's everybody doing? Good. How I are always, you? <laughs> it must be like a nervous tick that I'm like, how's it going, guys? And it's like, There is <laughs> this awkward, always, like this awkward thing, like after we both say our names, yeah. and I'm like, what do we say next? Like, oh, God. Because we read like the intro. <laughs> Right, well, we got our intro down. It's a little movie magic. We know how to do our names. <laughs> it's an we intro that may, we read. We may know the themes. Yes. Yeah. But, you know. I don't know. Well, I feel like we're talking to people. Like, I don't know. Like, it's you know, a weird connection. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it feels like a phone call is, I guess, what I'm trying to say. It doesn't feel like we're a recording. one phone call. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know why I assume somebody's going to be like, good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some ghost or a cat. Maybe or something. a time traveler. <laughs> Wait, so speaking of cat. Yeah. Our minds were just blown the other day. Like yeah, I know. we were, you know, we have our jingle jangle with our cat. Mm. And if you listen, you may have heard. <laughs> yeah. And our um, brother, Luke, brother, brother-in-law, yes, my brother-in-law, my brother. his brother. Um, was like, why don't you just take the collar off her when you record? And we like looked at each other and I was like, because we didn't think of it. I, like, I never thought of that. That's why you're a smarter he's man like, than I. He's like, I always wondered. I was like, well, I, just did it cross our minds. Her solution was like, put her in the bathroom. <laughs> Maybe she'll like stay away so we don't hear no, the jingle jangles. It just pisses her off more. But the thing is, is even if we took the collar off her, I think she'd still get into shenanigans. Yeah, she'd find a way. To, like, make I don't know if you guys and... could see on the video version, but she's sleeping quietly back by those purple lights. <laughs> and hopefully she'll stay there. Yeah. We have for... like the LEDs behind the couch and uh, we're trying to like theme them to the theme of the show because I'm a crazy person. And I'm like sitting there with the remote like. What babe. color is time travel? <laughs> babe, what color is time travel? Purple, I guess. And I ended up wearing pur- well, purple oh, today that's, too. Oh, crap. I kind of accidentally did too. too. Well, it's a purple theme. Ooh. Weird. I guess time travel is kind of purple. I, get, I, I don't know. It I don't know, like anything. if like, people are traveling, I see like purple. I don't know. Yeah, like your aura is purple. <laughs> I don't know. If, I like thought of Doctor Who for a minute. I feel like when oh, okay. he like, goes places, it's like a purple East world, yeah. maybe. Not like, I don't know. It's been a long time since yeah. I saw Doctor Who. I was thinking yellow for like the flux capacitor, which, by the mm. way, I'm doing Back to the Future this week. So we're going to talk about that. And um, But the LED lights like don't do purple. It's like green. And it was just disappointing. Yeah, it doesn't look so good. Yeah, it wasn't great. I, I mean, it was $5 from the... Like dollar bin section. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, so Jeff's doing Back to the Future and yeah. I am doing The Time Traveler's Wife. Mm. Um, obviously the novel. So, yes. Uh, yeah. So you want to, things. Yeah, exactly. So do you want to get into the rocks, paper, scissor gauntlet? <laughs> Ow, my arm. Oh, no. On another note, we got vaccinated. Yeah. So that's fun. <laughs> so we could do meet and greet soon with our vaccinated friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, rock, paper, yeah. scissors. Ready? 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 Rock, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, double rock. Rock, rock paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Read my mind. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Damn it. <laughs> Just throwing rocks here. Just triple rocks. Okay. I feel this it. Is it. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Uh, I won. <laughs> I thought I was going to do some <laughs> mind trickery and go for the fourth rock, but I lost. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm going to go first. Okay, great. So let's take a quick break and we'll come right back with the time traveler's wife.
Okay, we're back. So I'm going to be covering The Time Traveler's Wife by Audrey Niffenegger. Um, just want to say thanks, Wikipedia, for always helping me with my research. <laughs> it's like, it's so funny because you think back to high school and they're like, Wikipedia is not a legitimate source. You cannot use it for your papers. And that's all I use now. So yeah. <laughs> jokes on you. <laughs> it's been more legit than it was. I oh, think. I agree. Like back then it was like, and then so-and-so died. And it's like, no, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think, cause like anybody can add to the Wikipedia. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's definitely more legit than it was 15 years ago. Yeah, for sure. Don't mind me as I cry that I'm old. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. speaking of getting old, you have the time traveler's wife. Yeah, tell me about her. Yeah. What did she do? <laughs> so you know nothing about this? Um, I know that it's Rachel McAdams in the movie. Yep. Okay, then. Yeah, that's all I know. That's the most important part. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so this story uses alternate... Um, alternating first-person perspective. So it's okay. either from Henry, who is the time traveler, yes. or from Claire, yeah, his wife. <laughs> no, uh, I guess it's really not a spoiler because... Her like, name's Claire? Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to be thinking of that stupid commercial this whole time. Claire. Like, I'm Claire. But I'm anyway. Claire. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I'll try to cut it down. The author didn't know <laughs> that commercial was going to one day happen unless she's a time traveler. Oh. Yeah. Blew my mind. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> So Henry is um, a time traveler. He was born in 1963. He's currently a librarian at the Newberry Library in Chicago. His wife is Claire. Uh, you already got me going. Claire. Claire is eight years younger than Henry. She, she was born in 1971. She's an artist and she makes paper sculptures. Henry has a rare genetic disorder, which later comes to be known as the chrono impairment. This disorder causes Henry to involuntarily travel through time. What? Yeah. It's not like, okay. It's not like a machine. It's no. like he can genetically. He genetically. Okay. Can. Yeah. It was like a, <laughs> a chromosome. Chromosome. Uh, oh God, I can't talk. So he's like a mutant? Like an X-Men? Yes. Okay. Actually, it's funny enough. Um, they talk about like in the wikipedia on like you know at the bottom like reception yeah. and stuff they're like genre or whatever they're like mm. we don't know how to like classify this if it's a, <laughs> like a science fiction mutant story or yeah. if it's like a romance novel <laughs> it's really both i guess okay i'm into it yeah when um 20 year old claire meets 28 year old henry at the newberry library in 1991 at the beginning of the novel he has never seen her before but she has known him most of her life mm. It's the story like kind of fucks with you. So he doesn't know what he does when he time travels. You'll see. Okay. He knows what he does when he time travels. <laughs> okay. Henry begins time traveling at the age of five. He can jump forward or backwards oh. relative to relative to his own timeline. So he can go in the past or he can go to the future. Yeah. When he vanishes where he goes and how long his trips last are beyond his control. So he has no, like, basically, he's not steering the ship. Yeah. Like, he just shows up, his body just plops him down, <laughs> plops him down <laughs> naked. So, like, he'll just show up anywhere in the world at any time. And, like, he doesn't know what decade it yeah. is. He doesn't know, like, relative, like, where he's at. And he's naked. So he's just like, um, let me go steal yeah, some guess, clothes. Yeah, I guess he can't take anything with you. Right. <laughs> right. Right. That's the problem. So like he doesn't wear a wedding ring like uh, later in the book because he'll lose it. it. Yeah. You got to wonder, is he like, you know, like 
Obi-Wan, like he just collapses into a pile of clothes. Yeah. Oh, really? (laughs) He like fades into a pile of clothes, basically. Oh my God. Okay. So most of the time his destinations are tied to his subconscious and he often travels to places and times related to his own history. He'll like travel to like big events, he he says, more or less. (laughs) Just naked, surrounded by a bunch of dinosaurs, like, oh shit. Hello. (laughs) That'd be wild. Um, Certain things like stress can trigger his time traveling. Yeah. And he does a lot of jogging he like he jogs every day to keep calm and remain in the present mm. he finds like physical activity like helps him to relax he also searches out a lot of drugs i was gonna say yeah you just smoke yeah. a bunch of weed and chill out <laughs> yeah and he takes a lot of like opioids and other kind of yeah. drugs he always like plays around like he's his drug guy he's <laughs> <laughs> a drug guy in every decade <laughs> oh yeah no but he always like in his timeline is Wait, let me say this better. So in his timeline, he finds a drug guy and okay. then, yeah. yeah. Um, he also does seek the advice of a gene, oh God, a genist. Genealogist? No, this is a genus. Oh, <laughs> okay. I don't know. A genie. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, a doctor that studies genes. Yeah. And the doctor's name is Dr. Kendrick. Gotcha. Um, Henry cannot take, like I said before, anything with him into the future of the past, which means he often arrives naked and struggling to find clothing, shelter, and food. <laughs> and over the years, he's started to like amass a bunch of survival skills, including lock picking, self-defense, and pickpocketing. <laughs> oh, and the God. best part about this is he learns this all from older versions of himself. Oh, really? So like older him will show up. Like he can oh, be like, so there's like 30 more than one and of 40. Well, He'll travel back yeah. to his like present self and hang out with his like baby self. Oh, so like he could meet other versions of himself. Right. Oh. Yeah. Which I know is a little different from your story. Yeah, yeah. Um and like other time traveling books, I feel like a lot of times like you're not supposed to see like your younger self. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in this story, he like hangs out with his younger self a lot and like teaches gotcha. him how to pickpocket. Like when he's like seven or eight, mm. they he sees this him for the first time and like so older Henry goes back in time, hangs out with younger Henry and <laughs> younger Henry's present and like teaches him how to pickpocket. It's a whole scene. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So Henry and Claire's timelines converge naturally at the library. So like he always goes back to her childhood because like she was a big event yeah. for him. So she's known him like since she was six when this like naked man rolls up in her meadow. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Right? <laughs> kind of terrifying. But yeah. then they like, he knows that it's his young wife because at this point he's already met her. Yeah. Like, I can't remember off the top of my head how old he is when he goes back. I think he goes back when he's, he meets her when he's 28. And I think he then once he meets her in his present timeline, he starts going back to when she's a kid. So oh, okay. she first meets him when she's six and he's 28. Weird. It's not like grooming. <laughs> kind of. Weird. Like especially because he's like, yeah, we get married. <laughs> She's like, okay, naked okay. man. <laughs> but they obviously grow really close. And, yeah, and Claire yeah. even says like in her younger years, like it's more of a paternal figure. Like he's mostly okay. comes and like, you know, just like teaches her things and hangs out with her. Like it's not a like romantic thing. Yeah. yeah. Not until I guess when she's a teenager, like so she finds out they're getting yeah. married and. So basically he's Drake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yuck, 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 yuck. Anyway, um, on one of his early visits from like Claire's perspective, 
Um, Henry gives her a list of the dates he will appear and she writes them in a diary so she will remember to provide him with clothes and food when he arrives. And she ends up making this like box in her meadow with like (laughs) clothes and food. So like he just like (laughs) plops in the meadow and he's like, let me go to the box, get my clothes on. Like (laughs) Um, During another visit, Henry reveals they're married, like I said before, and they develop a very close relationship. At one point, there's this like, yucky situation um (laughs) where this boy like um basically was trying to have sex with um claire she's at she's like 17 16 at this point okay and she refuses and he like beats the shit out of her oh no yeah like he like burns her with a cigarette and like she's black and blue like all over and henry finds out like henry happens to visit around this time and so she's like can you help me and they like basically terrify this poor boy who abused <laughs> yeah. her actually it's not a poor boy screw him yeah fuck. yeah they like tape him up to a tree and like <laughs> oh, scare him and like yeah <laughs> i just picture them like booga, booga, like <laughs> like masks and stuff. <laughs> um and then claire's last visited in her youth by henry in 1989 on her 18th birthday during which they make love because she's a legal adult mm. um and then she knows she doesn't see him again in her timeline until two years later when she's 20 and so they're separated for two years until they're meeting at the library and then finally their timelines converge for real in real life yay they obviously of course marry uh like predicted does like that version of henry like recognize her no so their meeting in the library is like really awkward because and he even tells her like claire you have to be gentle to me when you see me in real life for the first time like because i'm not gonna know you and you're gonna like overwhelm me because you're gonna be like hi i'm your wife like could you imagine some girl just comes up to you in the library and just be like hi i'm your wife i love you like you'd be like you're a crazy person get away from me like, okay sure lady yeah and i guess she sees him and she's like henry and he's like who who is this like yeah. did i sleep with this person like i don't recognize this person What's, what one night stand was this because he's 28 at the time too yeah Quick inside joke sidebar that I feel like I got to tell a story. Oh, boy. So back years ago when we first started dating, even we were at Walmart (laughs) and we were in line just buying stuff. And there was a lady behind us and like she didn't look crazy, but she was like, how do you put up with her? And I'm like, excuse me. And she's like, how do you put up with her with all the bubble blowing? And we were like, what the fuck, lady? (laughs) Was she a time traveler now? Maybe. (laughs) There will bubbles come later in our life. I don't know. Maybe. That's a great question. I thought you were going to say the time. Anytime you like, go to blow bubbles, I'm going to like slap them out of your hand and be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you'll unleash. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were going to say the time that I saw you and you didn't recognize me or didn't know who I was. <laughs> that never happened. Yes, it did. <laughs> Maybe you're a time traveler. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back yeah. to the story here. Um, So they want to try to have a family. But unfortunately, they suffer six miscarriages and they realize it's um, the genetic anomaly. His like disorder is going into the the fetus and like the baby's basically like time traveling. They think might be like time traveling. Oh, wow. Yeah. Messed up. Yeah. Um, And Henry just like knows that this is eventually like going to kill her. So he wants to have a vasectomy. Hmm. But however... There's like hundreds of thousands of them in the timeline, right? Yup. A version of Henry from the past visits yeah. Claire one night and they make love. 
And then she gets pregnant. Oh, wow. <laughs> and this time the baby yeah. is carried full term. Baby's name is Alba. So Alba? Alba, yeah. Nice. It's a girl. Oh, okay. Um, Alba is diagnosed with chronio impairment uh, as well. But unlike Henry, she has some control over her destinations uh, when she time travels. Okay. Which is really cool. So, yeah. like, she can kind of pick where she wants to go and when and all that fun stuff. So, that's that's really cool. Yeah. I wish I could just do that. Right? <laughs> just like. <laughs> like, let me just go here. Mm. Boom. Um, before she's born, because, like, like I said before, um, they were having a lot of trouble with their pregnancies. Um, so they were very nervous during this pregnancy and Henry travels, um, to the future at this point and he meets his 10 year old daughter. So he knows that they do have the daughter and she's on a school field trip. Unfortunately, during, um, this trip together, he learns that he dies when Alba is five years old. Huh. So yeah, that also sucks. Cause now he knows that he's going to die when he's 43. Some, yeah, well, some version of him is right. No, like real life him. Oh, but like there's other versions, right? Like how old's the version that teaches him how to pickpocket? Uh, not forty three. So she, yeah. So Claire oh, okay. even says like I've never saw you older than forty three. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So huh. they were like, huh? I wonder what happens when I turn forty three. Like, yeah, you know, they thought maybe they found a cure or something. Oh, gotcha. And that like <laughs> that's why he didn't come visit anymore. Yeah. So they weren't really sure. Um, and then when, and he's in the future one time, he like looks up his obituary. So like now he knows the exact day he dies, which oh, is, wow. yeah, that, that blows. Yeah. Um, during his last year of life, Henry time travels to a Chicago parking garage on a frigid winter night and he can't find any shelter or clothes. Um, like it's negative 15 degrees out and it's freezing. Mm. As a result, he, um, returns back to normal life with hypothermia and frostbite that he suffers when he's sleeping in the parking garage. Unfortunately, his feet are amputated. Oh, God. Yeah. So this is his, like, last year of life. It's like, you know, losing his feet. That's yeah. not good. And he knows he dies this year, too. So that's, like, yeah. ultra sucky. <laughs> Both Henry and Claire know that without the ability to escape when he time travels, Henry will certainly die within his next few jumps. Because remember, he can't pick where he goes. So... Yeah. If he gets into a place that's dangerous, like he's often been arrested and he's, oh, you know, wow. ended up at the wrong place, wrong time yeah. with things, but he's always been able to escape with his survival skills. But now if he doesn't have feet, yeah. can't bring a wheelchair with him. That's true. Yeah. What's he going to do? He's literally a sitting duck. Mm. On New Year's Eve, 2006, Henry time travels into the middle of the Michigan woods in 1984 and is accidentally shot by Claire's brother. Uh. <laughs> a scene that is foreshadowed earlier in the novel. Uh. So there's this one point in Claire's timeline and like pretty early on in the story where like Claire is woken up to somebody like screaming her name outside yeah. and she goes downstairs and she sees her dad and her brother like in their hunting gear and she's like, what's going on? And then Claire go back to bed. Huh. And at this point, she's still a teenager, so she hasn't met Henry in real life. So her dad and her brother don't know that this is also her husband. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he disappears, too. So they shoot this guy, uh, and he disappears. They, like, never find him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because he returns back to present life. And present life, they're having a New Year's Eve party, and yeah. he, like, shows up and is just, like, bleeding out in front of oh, all God. his friends and family. <laughs> yeah. That's what you saw me crying over oh, before, wow. by the way. <laughs> yeah, she was pretty intense. <laughs> So he returns to the present and dies in Claire's arms. 
Claire is devastated by Henry's death. She later finds a letter from him asking her to stop waiting for him. Though he does describe a moment in her future when she will see him again. The couple does reunite when Claire is 82 years old and Henry is 43. So Henry like had jumped so far in the future that he sees old Claire yeah. and is able to like, you know, see her one last time and hug her and everything. Um, the novel's last scene shows a time where Claire, well into her old age, she's 82, yeah. is still waiting for Henry as she has done for most of her life. Oh. And that's that. <laughs> oh, I <sighs> need some tissues. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> it's it was yeah. On the fence. <laughs> it's a, it's a tough ending. Yeah. Wow. Roller coaster. Yeah. Huh. huh. Was that un- what you expected? Lots to unpack. No, kind of not really. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we got more to talk about. That's true. Yeah. So why don't we take a quick break and we'll come back with Back to the Future. Sounds good. All right, and we're back. That was definitely a story. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm excited wanna... to like talk about it in analysis. Cause... I know. like It's just so sad. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the movie, but it was definitely one of those movies where I feel like, you know how I, I was hysterical after Star Wars? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that me and the girl that I was with, we yeah. were like both just crying hysterically in the car on the way. Like. I think we went to Applebee's after we saw the movie. Just, We're just, just like crying to go get our boneless wings. Sticks, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, boneless wings. <sighs> Sounds so good. Applebee's boneless wings were like my jam <laughs> when it was like the like late happy hour menu. Yeah. Like after nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Survived on that in high school. <laughs> um, so anyway, on a lighter note, I'm going <laughs> to. I'm gonna. Okay, so I'm not going to tell a lot about Back to the Future because I feel like if you listen to our show and if you're somewhat of a fan of our show. You should have seen Back to the Future by now. I feel, okay, so if I've seen Back to the Future, I think everybody's yeah, seen Back like, to the Future. As an adult in, you know, <laughs> the time we live, you should probably have seen it before. So what I'm going to do is give a very quick synopsis. Not Sounds good. as crazy. Gotta and, remind, um, remind me. Yeah, and I'm tagging in Wikipedia for this one because, um, you know, it, it's crazy. It's like one of those movies that everybody has seen. Yeah. You know? It's iconic. Like more, I know more people who've seen Back to the Future than Star Wars, and like, yeah, almost everybody has seen Star Wars. <laughs> but uh, I did watch a um a documentary on Hulu called Back in Time that I'm going to kind of sprinkle in some fun facts with. That maybe Perfect. Didn't know. And that's on Hulu, like I said, Back in Time. Uh, it's a cool documentary. So, Back to the Future was directed by Robert Zemeckis, who also did Forrest Gump. And it was written by Bob Gale, who got the idea from his father's yearbook. And imagine what it'd be like to go back and hang out with his parents in high school. Huh. Yeah. Like he saw a picture of his dad who was like the president of the team or, you know, he he was like, this isn't my dad. (laughs) So it was like a weird, you know. Like he's like a jokey guy. He's not like it's always weird to think about like your parents having a life before you. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um Obviously, it stars Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson, and Crispin Glover, which is crazy because Crispin Glover only was George McFly in this movie, and the other two he was recast. Really? Yeah. I don't. I never. Oh. I didn't dig. Like, I think it, he just didn't like mesh well with whatever. But in another fun fact of recasting, that I don't know if this is like super common knowledge, but they filmed this movie for six weeks with a different actor as Marty McFly. Huh. So there's like footage of um, 
like another Marty McFly played by Eric Stoltz. That's so random. And it sucks because like he wasn't really fired because he like rubbed anybody the wrong way or if he was difficult to work with. It was just that the studio didn't like his work. That's got to hurt. Was he just not good? He was good, but it wasn't um, from the documentary. They basically said like the humor didn't work that well. And Mm. Michael J. Fox was always the first pick. He just couldn't make it because he was on um, Family Ties. Right. So they figured out a way to make it work for him. So he would go. He said like uh, Michael J. Fox said he would wake up at five o'clock in the morning, go work on the TV show and then go right to Back to the Future and work until like two o'clock in the morning and then sleep for no time. And then damn, I hope they paid him well. That was his life. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So Marty McFly is your typical teenager, and he lives in Hill Valley, California, which is a fictional town. At home, Marty's dad, George, is like kind of a wimp, and he gets bullied by everybody, including his supervisor, Biff Tannen, who's the franchise bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like um, he's just like a big moron, (laughs) like a typical bully. You know, his mother, Lorraine, is, uh, you know, she's overweight a little bit, depressed, alcoholic type. and. And like the family's just like down on their luck. Like he's got an uncle that's in prison and like the, his brothers and sisters are just kind of like, you know, losers, I guess. Like, I don't know how to you know really explain it. So Marty is uh, an aspiring musician and um, he's trying to get into the talent show and his band's rejected. And uh, he tells his girlfriend that um, he fears he's going to become like his parents, just these lame people despite him having like big dreams you know right right so uh that night marty meets his uh scientist friend named emmett doc brown (laughs) at the twin (laughs) pines mall and uh i they never really get into like how they became good friends were they neighbors or something i don't even think so but that's like one of the big things in the movie is that like why is this kid hanging (laughs) who's like a popular like musician type kid hanging out with just this crazy old you know, town kook kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, but I mean, it makes sense for us because it's a great relationship. True. <laughs> so, true. Doc shows him the time machine he built out of a modified DeLorean and uh, it's powered by plutonium that he kind of swindled out of Libyan terrorists' hands. <laughs> oh my God. So, um, the best part about the DeLorean from the documentary is that the only reason they picked it is because it had the doors that went up. And it looked like a spaceship. Should be the only reason. Well, yeah, but like, so when it goes back in time, it would look like a spaceship to Uh, simpletons, I guess. But apparently Ford tried to go in and like pay them to do a Mustang. And they were like, Doc Brown doesn't drive a fucking Mustang. (laughs) (laughs) Like kicked him out. Oh, my God. I can't imagine it being anything. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. It wouldn't work with a Ford, um, a Mustang. But uh, the same guy who did. Knight Rider, the car from Knight Rider, worked on the DeLorean, too. So they were like, who can we get that knows how to make cars look cool? And I guess (laughs) one or two guys. Knight Rider. (laughs) Yeah, that's a flashback, too. Oh, yeah. So anyway, Doc puts the um, destination time of November 5th, 1955, the day he first conceived the time travel, you know, the flux capacitor and like the equation and all that stuff, which allows the car to travel through time. Um, the terrorists arrive unexpectedly and open fire, shooting and killing Doc Brown. Marty flees into the DeLorean, inadvertently activating the time travel when he reaches 88 miles per hour. And he himself time travels back to 1955. Um, obviously, he doesn't have plutonium in 1955 because it's insanely expensive. <laughs> Not easy to come by. 
And so he's going through his town and he's kind of putting it together and he doesn't really know like it's possible that he went back in time until he goes into a diner and finds his teenage dad getting bullied by Biff, his boss and bully in the future. (laughs) Oh, my God. So there's the great iconic chase scene between Biff and Marty on the skateboard and Marty like gets them into the manure, (laughs) which is a theme through all three movies. Love it. Love Uh, a reoccurring theme. So going back to the documentary, Princess Diana was at a premiere of this movie and ended up sitting next to Michael J. Fox during the viewing. And she thought the scene was hilarious. And I guess she laughed like really hard, like loud enough for everybody to know that she was like, oh, Princess Diana, I like this movie. She's laughing. And uh, Michael J. Fox is like, I'm only one fake yawn and an arm stretch from being on a date with the princess. Away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that's amazing. That's a really fun fact. I know. So it's timely, too. Yeah. He was saying, like, they told him that you can't turn your back on her. Like, it's like a weird royal mm. thing. So he he was trying to go do something or go to the bathroom or whatever. And he had to, like, moonwalk out of the theater. <laughs> he was so nervous that he was going to turn his back on her. oh my god so uh george mcfly the dad is perving on lorraine the mom almost as hard as you perv on dogs but i was gonna say perving on dogs (laughs) so he's perving on lorraine with binoculars in a tree which yikes yikes that's (laughs) not good and he falls out of the tree and almost is hit um by a car by her dad but marty jumps in and shoves george mcfly away and he himself gets hit by the car so that's how his parents meet and now he interjected himself into that. So, Uh-oh. yeah. So now his mom is attracted to him instead. Yikes. And it turns out his mom is like super, you know, ready to roll, <laughs> which is very different from his mom uh. in present day. It's like double weird, I guess. I mean, it's super weird. <laughs> it's like it's definitely weird. It's even worse. So Marty figures out that he could go see Doc Brown in the 50s. So he does he ex- to make a long story short. He explains to him, you know, about the DeLorean, about time travel. He shows it to him and they figure they can't get the plutonium to get him back. But Marty knows that there's this clock tower that's going to get struck by lightning. And if they know the exact time and place that this clock tower is going to get struck by lightning, obviously they could rig it so that they could harness that lightning bolt into a pin coming out of the DeLorean and that would give it the juice to like it would give it power gonna go back in time (laughs) (laughs) to go back to the future (laughs) sorry Heather just took a swig Heather just took a swig of water so (laughs) I was trying to get her to spit it out so so in the meantime Marty has to undo the mom wanting to frankly bang him (laughs) instead of the dad so they're trying to like make George into a a more likable guy and trying to teach him how to be cool and try to take her out on dates. And she doesn't want any of it. And that culminates in the enchantment under the sea dance where, <laughs> <laughs> where they're trying to once again, get George to just go up and ask her to dance and kiss her and all that stuff. But uh, they're thwarted by Biff who, you know, tries to force himself on the rain. Like Ugh. I forgot as a kid's movie, how like cringy it was, but it's cringy. George ends up punching Biff and that's enough for Lorraine to, um, you know, get the hots for him instead. And then he's a hero. Yeah. So they're back together. <laughs> that timeline's fixed. Meanwhile, Marty has to uh, play guitar at the dance because the lead singer or Marvin Berry, who's 
Chuck Berry's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I like got my berries mixed up. So there's shenanigans, but um, Marty has to play guitar and he inadvertently invents rock and roll. <laughs> Isn't that special? <laughs> yeah. So after that, he meets back up with Doc Brown, yada, yada. They get into the DeLorean. The DeLorean gets struck by the lightning. He goes back to the 80s where his efforts to change his parents like meetup story makes his dad from this geeky loser into like a famous novel writer, like a science fiction novel writer. So he comes back and his family's like rich. His brothers and sisters are like really successful. And the mom is like happy in the marriage. And like I said, uh, Biff ends up being their butler type guy, <laughs> like just washing all <laughs> so the So he made the future better? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of fucking, you know, with timelines, I guess. But I, I suppose if you do it in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> For the betterment of your life? I don't yeah. know. Um, and then obviously it went on to be a ridiculous hit. They made two more that all connect and it's widely regarded as one of the best time travel movies of all time. Yep. Which I put up to a poll on my personal Instagram over whether or not I should cover Bill and Ted or Back to the Future. And it was overwhelmingly Back to the Future. Was there any Bill or Te- Bill and Ted? There was like three out of no joke, like 20 or 30. Wow. And so many people were like, I hate the like, why did you make me pick? <laughs> so, um, yeah. I guess we'll have to do a time travel part two. Yes, we will. We'll, we'll shall. <laughs> should that, that, that. We'll table this yes. for later. All right. So why don't we take a quick break now? And we'll come back with some analysis and talk about the two. Sounds good. Okay, we're back. Let's get into some analysis. Yeah. So this was a fun topic for me because like you always think like, oh, I did something stupid. Like if only I could go back and do something differently. Like, but ever- like if you could go back, would you? If it's something stupid, like, oh, I forgot this at home and I need it. Like, but what I'm, if it's like the butterfly effect? Yeah, I guess. Like, what if the one little stupid thing you change, like, completely alters your life? Well, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I didn't think about it before. But uh, I guess when you put it that way, like, how? I guess, yeah, every small thing could potentially. <laughs> I think about that all the time. Really? When, um. Like if I'm in the car and I'm like running late to somewhere and yeah. you, you know, you get stuck behind like the slowest person in the world and you're like, oh, yeah, like this is taking forever. Just go blah, blah. And then part of me is always like, what if you I'm at the right danger? place at the right time? Yeah. Like, what if I, I am going my normal speed and yeah. somebody runs a red light? Yeah, it was going to hit me, you know, and okay. like I always it's the same thing with 9-11. Yeah. There was so many stories about people that. We're running late yeah, for no reason. Or it was somebody's kid's first day of kindergarten and mm. they went into work late and yeah. watched from a distance the planes hitting the towers. Like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Time is one of those things that just like freaks me out because it's definitely I mean, like we have linear lives. Maybe. Like, is, <laughs> but is it is it really is it really linear? I don't know. I like doesn't. Isn't there like schools of thought where like all time happens at mm-hmm. once? That's I don't like that. <laughs> I know if you get into like physics stuff, like we're talking like quantum physics yeah. and whatnot, that like time is not so linear. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's weird to think about. And it's weird to think that like time travel could be a possibility, I guess. 
That there's, is, but there's always the thing where like, oh, if time travel is possible, like twenty dollars will just appear in my wallet, no questions asked. You know, like <laughs> well, there's future a whole, me like, would hook me up. <laughs> Project Pegasus conspiracy theory. Yeah. <laughs> which, if you don't know about it, is basically that the government has like a time traveling um, program, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> it that um one of my favorite podcasts, and that's why we drink, did a great episode about Project Pegasus. Oh, okay, I'll have to check. Yeah, that. I'll have I to check it out. With that, yeah. Uh, it's really it's it's so interesting. I didn't know anything about it until that episode. So like um, they there's that movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats, where it's like people who um, like it was like mind power, like telekinesis. I've never stuff. heard of that. It was like George Clooney. I saw it in the theaters. It was. Oh. I would if I could go back in time. I would <laughs> you watch wouldn't it. see that I'd movie. Watch it on a Tuesday instead of paying <laughs> to go see it at the theaters. Like it was, uh, I would if we're gonna talk about that. I would have never gone and seen Bruno. So. Oh, you saw that in the theaters? It was a mistake. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't think I picked it. I think my ex picked it. Oh, wow. Ugh. I, the I one movie cultural... I ever wanted to walk out of. I, yeah, I guess it's culturally relevant. I don't know. I don't know. There was nothing relevant about Bruno. <laughs> like pop culture. <laughs> anyway, so yes. back to the, the back future. To the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave. <laughs> And roll credits. Yeah. So, <laughs> do our characters change their past in any way? Absolutely. Yeah. Yours I mean, do for yeah. sure. I mean, for the better, because now he's his dad's like rich and he's got like a fancy truck at the end of the movie, and his mom isn't like miserable. And Biff, the maybe rapist, is their <laughs> butler now. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Sad he doesn't get charged with a crime. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah and that's what kind of differs from. Back to the future and the time traveler's wife because Henry goes back, but he can't ever change anything. Oh, like really? it's all it's like already set in stone. Like they kind uh, of establish that. Like he, no matter what he does, it's already happened. And there's this whole like. So that's more of like a all time happens at once kind of right. Rule. And there's this whole kind of argument that Claire, like Claire, goes through this kind of thing. Like, well, I'm not living my own life like that's already been decided yeah. for me and he's like no you're still living your life like it's just what you pick is what ends up happening oh so like because and that's why a lot effect. of times <laughs> a lot of times henry will go back in her childhood and he won't tell her things because he's like especially like he won't talk about himself like she doesn't know his last name she doesn't know anything about his parents he doesn't she doesn't know like where he lives hmm. because he wants their their meeting to be legit like yeah. he doesn't want her to serendipitous right yeah but then he might like end up with someone else and not get shot which funny enough he actually there's an ex-girlfriend that plays a sort of big role it throughout the book called ingrid yeah and uh she ends up unfortunately killing herself oh wow um in 1994 huh. and henry goes back actually towards the end of the book and he's like there for her suicide Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, he knows she dies because of, like, him going into the future. But when it happens, he's, like, 43. And he, like, flashes back to 1994. And I think at that point, he's in his 20s or early 30s. And uh, he tries to stop her. And he can't. And I don't know. It's it's crazy because, like, basically everything that happens happens. Like, he can't change anything. Yeah. And I'm actually, there's a part. I'm saying actually a lot. I don't know how this happens. <laughs> so they kind of talk about it. Uh, Claire and Henry. 
So she's drawing a picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> this is how this whole conversation goes. And in the drawing. Okay. So here's the quote. <laughs> Whew, sorry. I got all over the place. Claire shows me the drawing. I've seen it before. It hangs next to Claire's drawing table in her studio at home. In the drawing, I do look peaceful. Claire signs it and begins to write the date. Don't, I say. It's not dated. It's not? I've seen it before. There's no date on it. Okay. Claire erases the date and writes Metal Lark on it instead. Done. She looks at me puzzled. Do you ever find that you go back to your present and something's changed? I mean, what if I wrote the date on this drawing right now? What would happen? I don't know. Try it. I say curious. Claire erases the word Metal Lark and writes September 11th, 1988. (laughs) There, she says. That was easy. We look at each other, bemused. Claire laughs. Claire laughs. If we violated the space-time continuum, it isn't very obvious. I'll let you know if you just called, caused World War III. I'm starting to feel shaky. I think I'm going, Claire. She kisses me and I'm gone. And then a little bit later, he backs, bounces back to the present and he goes and he looks to the date, um, the picture that he had just seen. He now like goes to the present time and he's 36. Yeah. I look it over. There's still no date on it. What happened to the date? What date? You wrote the date at the bottom here under your name. It looked like it's been trimmed off. Claire laughs. Okay, I confess. I trimmed it. Why? I got all freaked out by your World War III comment. I started thinking, what if we never meet in the future because I insisted on testing this out? I'm glad you did. Why? I don't know. I just am. We stare at each other, and then Claire smiles and I shrug. And that's that. Why does it seem as though something impossible almost happened? Why do I feel so relieved? So it's so funny because he doesn't even, like, try to test changing the future yeah. like they were going to try it and then claire like freaked out and was like what if i am going to call this world War three <laughs> which goes back to my like butterfly effect you know yeah. what if something simple as changing something you know in the future mm, that's right like yeah uh, I'd, i don't know i'd still try it out <laughs> <laughs> just for care. science like yeah, a, yeah. you know <laughs> Science try, try like a little thing and then hopefully it's not like a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But yeah. Time travel ever becomes uh, open to the public. Yeah. <laughs> project, project <laughs> like DeLoreans, you could just like go yeah. time travel to. That'd be so much fun. I guess like the future future is so much more interesting because like if no time travelers are coming back to us, like. I don't know. But I feel like the pyramids were definitely time travelers. <laughs> but if people were time travelers, would they let you know? Somebody would. I don't know. Like Henry doesn't. Think, like dude, but Henry like, goes back and like obviously he stands out, but yeah, like Yeah, but like think of all of the spectrum of people that <laughs> ever, Yeah, but what if they can't stay long enough to like say I'm from the future? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Now you're gonna every time somebody's weird, you're gonna be like you from the future. <laughs> you could tell me if you are. <laughs> Let's talk about it. What's the lottery numbers for tomorrow? That's back to the future too. You can't, you can't do that. <laughs> so Henry does it. Oh, really? Yeah. There was one time um, they're living in this like tiny cramped apartment and yeah. she wants like her own space because she's an artist. She wants like her mm. own studio. So the next day he goes out. And he gets lottery, like his next time he travels to the future, he figures out the lottery for like the next day and he goes home and he's like, Guess here you what? go. <laughs> and they won like $8 million. So oh, they're wow. just like able to afford whatever they want. Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I don't know. He like 
but that was like i, I don't know i guess already is future it's yeah, so it's weird already, to think about yeah your past is your present <laughs> Ugh, time travel freaks me out yeah but it's so intriguing at I'd the still same do time it, yeah yeah <laughs> So in the story, <laughs> if you ever see any naked people running around, they might be time travelers. You never know. Maybe. <laughs> or they could be on drugs. So it's either one. <laughs> like, I'm just thinking like the Florida people, the, um, uh, uh, the, the bath, salts? The bath salts yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, oof. yeah. yeah. Time travel. Time travel. <laughs> Maybe in the future we eat faces. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> doubt it <laughs> okay Ooh, i don't know why i went there <laughs> but yeah so both of our characters go to the past mm. and then they go to the future in the yeah. other movie and obviously cultures are different because things changed yeah clothes and movies music yeah exactly pop like, culture like it's I always have- changing yeah like i mean at least your guy <laughs> at least your guy's naked because like when marty goes back in time <laughs> Everybody's so confused by his clothes and the way he talks. And yeah. Like, I feel like even if I went back maybe 20 years. Oh, no, 20 years. I'd, I'm still like 90s kid. <laughs> I would probably get, you know, I'd probably still have the same slang and stuff like that. But if I went back to the 50s, people would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody would know what I'm saying. It's true. You'd be like, just it's lit. And they'd be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you need a lighter? <laughs> yeah. And you'd be like, no, it just means that was cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, there's some words that like boomers today don't know what we're saying. So, yeah, I guess so. Like AF. <laughs> Shout out to Stella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like every once in a while I want to go on YouTube and like look up a Rolodex of like new slang words so I don't look that obvious. <laughs> like, but the problem is with us using those words, here we go with the Gen Z millennial stuff again. So I, then it, we don't look cool. But like, I don't, I don't really want to use them. I just want to like know them if they're used right. on me. So I'm not That's like, true. what the fuck did they just say? Like, was that a bad thing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't think I'm probably going to start saying bet. But. Oh, yeah. That one doesn't work for me. You never know. Yeah. Bet. Time. Time. <laughs> I don't really understand the like premises of it, so I'm definitely using it wrong context. I'm pretty sure it's like you bet. Oh, maybe. We sound like 900 years old. We are. That's the problem. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Henry, like the first thing he usually does is try to find out what year he's in. Yeah. And a lot of times he'll pop up with like people he knows. So either Claire, like he'll be in the meadow and that's a little bit easier because like Claire knows he's coming because oh, she yeah. has the list of dates. So she's usually chilling and she's like, it's 1975. Like yeah. she knows. <laughs> Great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then he, they have this friend Gomez and Gomez usually um, will tell him what's up. And, <laughs> and it's funny because one time he meets his best. So his best friend is Gomez. Yeah. And one time he like meets Gomez prior to meeting Gomez in present time. And he has no idea who he is. Uh. It's so crazy. Um, yeah, so yeah, in- he tries his best to like always find clothes that are like relevant to the time period yeah. he's in. He like tries to steal clothes that like work. I know this is in Back to the Future too, but they, they acknowledge that too. Like Doc Brown has like a suitcase with like all different eras of money. Just in That's case, hilarious. Like, and like different clothes and stuff, so that he always is like he's got the hookup, <laughs> like ready to go. Yeah. All right. So why don't we take a quick break and we'll come back with recommendations, ratings, and our MVPs and stuff. Yeah, let's do that. Cool. We'll be right back. 
Okay, we're back. So let's do some reviews. That, or <laughs> You know what I mean. <laughs> the R's, man. They get the you. R's, the recommendations. Only you could go back in time. Ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Would I fix it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you were meant to do that. that I was way. probably meant to do it that way. So, okay. yeah, that's that. So, uh, I guess I'll <laughs> kick this show off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need that YouTube video of slang. I guess, <laughs> just, like, honestly. Just, just spruce it up a little. Just like, you know, <laughs> kick it up a notch. TikTok slang. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, bam. Uh, <laughs> help me, I'm stuck in 1996. Oh, no, is that your new gimmick? You're just. <laughs> Just like Emerald for oh, the rest God. of my life. Yeah. Anyway. So I'm going to go with Super Nice for Time wow. Traveler's Wife. Yeah, you were crying up a storm before and not a lot of books like deeply emotionally get you that, that much. Um, No, a lot of books get me that much, but But it was not like a hard often. cry. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely a, like a gulping like yeah. in there because uh, I kind of forgot how it ended. Uh, I, I think I first read this. It's got to be in high school or college, maybe. Yeah. It was a long time ago. I think it was actually more high school. Hmm. Um, So it's been a while since I've picked this up. Yeah. And it, I, I don't know. I didn't want to cover Time Traveler's Wife originally, but the more I read it, the more I wanted to they finish it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I got really into it real fast and I was really intrigued with the characters and how it was written. Mm. So I'm definitely going super nice. Uh, my MVP is Henry. Yeah. Uh, I no, think, not Claire. Yeah, I'm going Henry. I just, okay. I think it's really interesting and I love the way he approaches his situation. Yeah. Um, he's a very unique character and I love how he interacts with like young Claire and his young self and. Mm. It would definitely have to watch the movie. I'm interested now. Yeah. And Rachel McAdams is in it. So yeah, it's cool. Can't go wrong Eric with Banna. her. What? Oh yeah, and Eric, Eric Bana, Bana, the original right. Hulk. Well, mm-hmm. the newer one of the newer Hulks. Yikes. <laughs> uh, so in terms of masterpiece scene, I don't know. <laughs> I gotta think about this. Well, not his death. <laughs> not his death. Probably the scene where he sees his daughter on the field trip, because like at this oh, point, yeah. like the daughter hadn't been born, so it was just. And it's so nice. And unfortunately, you know, he finds out he dies, but yeah. it's like a really nice father daughter moment. Yeah. So I'm going with that scene. Okay. And recommendations. Obviously the movie. And yeah, there's an HBO show coming out. Oh, really? For like a retail? Yeah, they have it oh. casted and everything. Really? The, you know, the um girl from Game of Thrones that uh, Kit. <laughs> yeah, oh. I know there's lots of girls from Game <laughs> yeah. of Thrones. Um, what's her name? Is it Ingrid? Not Ingrid. Uh, which describe her? <laughs> Kate Harrington's real life wife. Oh, Ingrid. Ingrid. Yes. I think, okay. Yeah, I don't know how to say it. I the girl who it. plays her yeah. is uh Claire oh, okay. in the HBO. They're gonna do like an HBO mini series, I guess. Cool. Of this. Yeah, we'll definitely have to check that out. HBO's so been excited. killing it with their mini series. Yeah, so I'm really excited. That'll be a good. And mm-hmm. apparently, there's also a sequel coming out. Two Time Traveler's Wife oh. that's been in the works for, like, years. With, like, the daughter? Yeah, so it's oh, the daughter's, okay. like, version of, like, Oh, very things. cool. Yeah. Hmm. The daughter's time traveling adventures. So Hopefully that's she, exciting. Well, she can control it, so that'll probably be a lot better. Yeah. Not better, it's but called but, like, The Other Husband. <laughs> so I oh. feel like it's a love triangle situation. Could be interesting. Gotcha. Did I hit everything? Rating, so. recommendation, masterpiece, and MVP. Okay, your turn. Nice. So 
obviously this is no surprise it's a super nice it's <laughs> one of the best movies ever made ever ever <laughs> should have won all the awards never needs to be remade please god please don't <laughs> ever no. Everybody's perfect in this movie, um, but I think Doc Brown is my favorite character. Yeah. Just because, I don't know. Like, Marty's great. I love Marty, too, but Doc Brown has, like, a lot of funny, like, kooky scenes. <laughs> um, Masterpiece scene is probably, oh, man. I think, um, there's so many, but I think George McFly's <laughs> scenes, can't you can't go wrong when he, like, goes into the bar or the diner and he's like, give me a milk chocolate, <laughs> like slide of the chocolate, like milk and stuff. I don't know. That's always funny to me, but obviously the masterpiece scene is the lightning strike in the car and him mm, going back in time. But it's pretty for me, epic for me personally. That's a good scene. Recommendations. You could obviously do the runner up to my pick for the show. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure mm-hmm. and Bill and Ted's bogus journey. There's a, you know, a bit of time travel in the, you know, obviously in those movies. There's also, <laughs> I'm just going to literally rattle off the scene from Avengers Endgame where they're talking about time travel movies. Oh my God. <laughs> there's Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> there's, <laughs> now there's Endgame. There's, yeah, I was going to say, technically, why didn't you cover Avengers? That would have been a good time. It would have been obvious. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We'll save that. <laughs> yeah, we'll save it for a different one. But uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with those. And those are all great movies. Yeah. So yeah, we want to thank you guys for um, coming and listening to us today. Uh, we've been having a lot of fun doing the YouTube stuff too with the videos. So check back with that. Usually we have that around Sunday, Monday after the audio show drops, just cause I'm doing it by myself with no knowledge. So uh, I'm yeah, and I'm not much help when it comes to the I'm, cutting things. I'm picking and, it up. It's, yeah. it's a happy frustration. Yeah. So <laughs> Jeff's like the sole editor and he's doing yeah. a great job. So thank you. I appreciate Snaps that. Snaps for that. <laughs> Snaps for Jeffrey. Oh, God. <laughs> Doing some <laughs> ASMR over here. So, yeah. So if you like what you heard, please um, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. We're looking for uh, subscribers just so we could, like, lock in our name. So uh, if you want to help us out, a very easy way please for the show. You don't even have to us. share it. Just go and subscribe. <laughs> no, share it, too. But if you want to. But the minimum. But honestly, the sharing and liking really, really, truly does help. Yeah. Um, Shout out to our good friend, Jeff Noyes. He always is on top of it. So thank you so much for sharing our stuff. And he's also on Sunset Flip Radio. So if you're a wrestling fan and you're looking for something to listen to, it's a very funny show. It's called Sunset Flip Radio. And uh, you should definitely go check that out. Absolutely. Go support his stuff. Yeah. But um, if you want to look for us on. That's what I was going to say. I know. That's why I was trying to just (laughs) segue into it. Segue. Yes. Not spelled like a segue. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for us on, am I going social media or the the thing? Either one. You're riffing. <laughs> I am Let's riffing. Go. I'm just having a good time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just let me, just let me have a good time. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can look for us on Apple Podcasts. Please give us a five star review, or Spotify, or Stitcher, Simplecast, or iHeartRadio. Yeah, and if you want to talk to us and tell us if we did a good or bad job, you could find us on Instagram and Twitter at Parallel Fiction. On Facebook at Parallel Fiction Pod and on Gmail. Oh, this is why I do that part. Oh, if only you could go back in time. <laughs> Parallel Fiction Podcast on Facebook. <laughs> and uh, if you want to give us the old fashioned email, it's parallelfictionpod at gmail.com. Um, we'll give you a shout out if you're there. For real. <laughs> we don't want There's spam. a slang. For real. Exactly. Okay. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Have a great week.